few weeks ago, we celebrated Corpus Christi. Um, the Corpus Christi Mass, those texts were written by St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, the, the opening prayers and, and the uh, prayer over the gifts and the uh, closing prayer. As well as the sequence and this long, as well as uh, a number of hymns that would be recommended for that particular day. And one of my favorite lines to contemplate is, Isaac Bond, a victim willing. And it is in direct reference to today's first reading, as we have God telling Abraham to go and sacrifice his son. And there's no pulling punches here. God is not saying, you know, twinkling or crossing his fingers or, or anything. Abraham is ready to do it. In fact, uh, one of the, uh, as I reflect on it, it had to be a terrifying moment in Isaac's mind to dad. I see the fire, I see the wood, the altar is there, but where's the sacrifice? Well, God will provide. Dad, we're going up a mountain. There's not normally sacrifices at the top of a mountain. God will provide. And then I find myself even more, uh, he had to be even more terrified as Abraham turned him around and tied his arms and picked him up and laid him on the altar and picked up the knife. It got that far. Dad. <laughs> but St. Thomas Aquinas and church fathers tell us he was willing. Not only that, but he becomes a model, a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> After all, we remember that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who is sent by the Father, that God did provide. The Lamb of God who lays down his life on the cross for us, willingly. And while we have, Father, not my will, but your will be done, it is still willingly. He unites his will to the will of his Heavenly Father and fulfills what God had asked Abraham to do. But notice when the angel stays Abraham's hand, Abraham doesn't just say, well, that's enough of that. Let's get out of here. No, he looks around and he sees that indeed God has at least temporarily provided a, lamb, a ram. At least temporarily. We read in Hebrews that the blood of bulls and goats do not take away sins, at least forever. They're, they're good, but they're, they're not total. And then today we turn to this gospel passage and we have Jesus who sees this paralyzed man and says, your sins are forgiven. And for those of us that might be more spiritually tuned, we might realize that spiritual illness is a lot worse than physical illness. Spiritual illness can wound us for eternal life. Physical illness is only in this life. And there's still a debate whether the, I, I, there's, there's a pious let, uh, story that is told that the only scars in heaven are the ones that Jesus bore. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that all infirmities are wiped away. All illness is gone. But in heaven, those with spiritual wounds, wounds of unforgiveness, will not be there. They're somewhere else. So to be healed 
of spiritual wounds to be forgiven is much more important. And they harbor these evil thoughts, and Jesus confronts them, which is easier to say, be forgiven? After all, we can say that to each other, and hopefully we mean it. It's not that, oh, I'm sorry, you know, when our moms or dads ask us to apologize to our little brothers and sisters that we've just uh, insulted or, or hurt in some way or shape or form, this insincere thing. But when we say it sincerely, there is forgiveness. When we say, I forgive you, there is forgiveness. But Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He has authority on earth, and he passes that authority then on to priests, of course, that we continue to receive the forgiveness of God in a, in a vocal way, not just uh, praying about forgiveness. So that Jesus, to show and prove that he has the power to forgive, he shows his other authority. Rise, pick up your mat and go home. And I find myself reflecting, so Isaac bore the wood of the sacrifice. Jesus Christ bore the wood of his sacrifice. This paralyzed man, formerly paralyzed, I should say, bore the wood of his sacrifice, the mat. So the question is, are we carrying what we need to carry? We're not called, like Jesus Christ, to suffer and die on the cross. Thank God he took that place for us. But we are, like Isaac, asked to be willing. Or we are, like this paralyzed man, who, whatever his name was, to go forth glorifying God because we have been healed. To glorify God because he has saved us through Jesus Christ.